good evening. And good evening. Yeah. We just jumped right over. I have no idea what you guys are seeing, but my computer is choking tonight. It's having a real tough time. Well, that's okay. You know, I'm I'm glad you're here, Joe, and I'm glad everybody's <laughs> joining us. I think this is a, you know, I always look forward to these these chats with you, Joe, about various things. Um, usually it's about the sermon, which is what we're going to do this week. Actually, the last two sermons, if we can do, if we can manage it. Um, I'm Pastor Brian, and you are Pastor Joe. Isn't that weird to say? <laughs> it's not, I don't know if it's weird for you to say. <clears throat> it's weird for me to hear. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I need to update the backdrop so it says Pastor Joe. Pastor uh, but Joe. even then, it makes you know, it's funny. Forgive me for the, the very quick departure, but um, I know who I am, you know, all right, uh, and my limitations and my challenges and stuff. And so sometimes I have to remember that people view me as a leader. And that um, it's not that I don't take myself seriously. It's that, I mean, you know, there's a, there's a lot of responsibility there. And, you know, for my family, that also means, oh, uh, pastor's wife, pastor's kids. I'm like, really? Oh, I guess that's kind of true. <laughs> All right. And, um, and that, I remember once when you um, thanked Vanessa, this goes back. A while ago. I remember this. Um, yeah, you thanked her for allowing me to lead worship for for youth group. And that was really striking to her because I never thanked her. So I also got in trouble for that. But um, <laughs> well, I, I thank her again if she gets <laughs> to hear this. Thank you, Vanessa, for the, all the, you know, because it, it, it is, it's a family issue. It's a family giving. It's not just not just you because you couldn't do what you do without her no no way nope so yeah and i couldn't do it without my wife and my kids and and you and so many other people in my life so and so i thank you all so there you go this is good well okay let's if we want to jump in you were talking about do we want to cover both sermons the one that obviously is sticking out to me most right now is the last one is the most recent one green-eyed monster um so um but why don't we do our quick elevator speech and go in because i know that i could meander yeah for hours yeah. on these yeah <clears throat> well we're doing a we're doing a love series and and the biggest thing i've i've said so far is and i've changed the title and, and we need to probably have Jesse go back and re, re-edit the the, the the titles of the sermons and stuff to to loving mean people because that's kind of the point of that that John not John Paul has in First Corinthians thirteen. So we need to love people when they're at their worst, when they're not lovable, and that's when love really shines. And then, well, that begs the question: Well, what does it mean to love people in that place? What does that look like? And, and Paul starts listing some things. And the first two was patient and kind, which has to do with instead of immediately responding with like righteous anger when someone sins, you, sins against you or offends you or hurts you, you delay a little bit, either to let God have his, his, his chance to do it, maybe they repent, maybe you realize you're wrong. But either way, it's, to, it's, it's, it's a delay, it's a wait. It's not, it, you're not being a doormat, you're just waiting a little bit. And then meanwhile, you are kind. 
That is, you do good to them. You you work to, to alleviate their, their, their distresses. You want to make them happy. You want to give them what they need, what they want. Doesn't always mean that you um, give them what they want because maybe that what they want isn't good for them. But that's the point is that you give and you try to bless them. That was two weeks ago. This week, then we switched a little bit to envy. And the title of the sermon this last week was The Hidden Monster. And it's hidden, envy is hidden because we often don't think about it. We don't even really realize that we're doing it. It's one of those sins, especially in our culture, that we just, we have forgotten it's a sin, really. Um, but what, what envy is, in co- contrast to, let's say, um, uh, jealousy, jealousy yeah. Yeah. which we often confuse and use those as synonyms, but they're not actually, is jealousy is trying, I'm upset because someone is trying to take something that belongs to me. It's mine and they're threatening it. Envy is, I want what you have. It's trying to take something that doesn't belong to you. And it can be as as benign or as, as little as just selfish ambition, or it can go all the way to murder. And I, you know, if I can't have it, I will destroy you or destroy it. And um, it's what caused Jesus to to be killed, and it's what, uh, you know, it's it's a characteristic of Satan. So that's kind of where I went. I, I think that's the the main stuff. And there's so much, you know, <laughs> it's it's six months worth of podcasts from my perspective. Um, so I'm going to talk. If I if I can throw out a couple of things, I mean, there were definitely things I wanted to talk about on Sunday and felt very compelled to speak about most recent on this most recent Sunday. But um, I'm, if you don't mind, I'd like to share that story that I shared about the mom. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, there is a uh, nobody here is going to know who these people are, so and I won't name names or anything. But there was a situation where. Um, a couple of teammates um, uh, f- f- related to a, uh, two, two, two guys on a team that I coach were at school, and one of them basically compelled the other guy to go into uh, a room, and he just started pounding on him, just started beating on him. Uh, so, you know, and um, the when the mom of the kid who got beat up heard about it, and the the families know each other. She wasn't sure how to respond because the, she knew that that family had had a tough time. The father had passed away very suddenly about two years ago. Um, and they were really struggling and she's like, well, how do I respond to this? I don't want my kid to be beat up. Um, you know, so there's some kind of like, there's a righteousness in being angry and wanting Mm -hmm. to respond to that. And ultimately what she chose to do is she baked a batch of chocolate chip cookies and rang the door, went over to the house, rang the doorbell, and it happened to be that the young man who had instigated the, you know, who had beat up the other kid answered the door and, and he knew who she was, the the mother. The of mom the, of the man, the boy he beat up. Yeah. I guess the, the blood just drained out of his face and she didn't say anything. She's just like, hey... I was thinking about you guys, and I just wanted to bless you with some chocolate chip cookies. And to me, that was such uh, a wonderful, um, it, it wonderfully epitomizes the idea of blessing people who are unkind to you. Because yep. we are so used to retaliation 
that the idea that somebody could be kind to us in response to something so unkind is very is very foreign and there is you know we gosh it's it's i wish that we as a culture in general the united states i'm not even talking christian specifically that we have the capacity to hit that pause button and not feel so self-righteous. I deserve to respond this way. It makes me sick to my stomach when I see that. Um, but you, you, you didn't finish the story, which is worth saying is that the kids are now good friends. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. And it highlights, um, that if you respond, if you respond to, to sin, bad things happening to you by patience and then kindness, baking the cookies and not getting the kid in trouble and wanting him whatever, then it actually leads to repentance and to a restoration of relationship, which is what God does. He's patient with us, you know, to, so that we are potentially, we'll repent. And you're right. It's, it's sad on the other hand, that the, the nation isn't like this. Um, what my thought about with that, though, is, but it's not surprising as, as America walks away from, from God, walks away from Christianity, generally speaking, this is what's going to happen as people become less like Jesus. But it works. It does, you don't have to be a believer to have that if you love yeah. like this, these are the response. This is what, because this is how the world works. It works better if you love like this. Yeah, and I want to also acknowledge that what you just said is there are people who are good and know how to treat people kindly that don't know Christ, but just innately oh, yeah. do that. And I think that's Christ working in their life, whether they know it or not. And there are people who... Mm -hmm. um, present themselves to be Christ followers who are not following Christ. Oh, absolutely. Well. And how, uh, don't you think a lot of the problems of how the Christians, non-Christians respond to Christians is that we don't actually love? Oh, yeah. It's I mean, can you imagine if we acted like this? Oh, it'd be amazing. But we don't. Yeah. Well, and I hope, you know, I pray about this. This is one of the things I pray about a lot, I suppose, is that that we see ourselves accurately enough to recognize where we should and could do better without feeling defensive about it. You know, to go, you know what, I can do better. I should do better. Mm -hmm. That wasn't right. Um, and uh, I think as a congregation, and, I, and I'm not trying to pat us on the back too much, but I mean, we've, I've been... It's been nine years, I think. Yeah. Um, the growth of individuals, we the heart of our congregation has changed remarkably in nine years. We're much kinder. Yeah. Um, we really are. We're a pretty kind congregation at this point. I don't think we were as much when I got there. Yeah. I we're, agree. We're, yeah. Without getting into too and much. Then, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I love all the people who've ever been in our church and... You know, just different. We've just these people have grown, and I. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We just 
Kindness is, it's an amazing thing. And, and, and one of the things I, I communicated was, you know, again, you're not a doormat. It's sometimes the kindest thing you can do is to point out someone's sin, but that has to be your motivation is not to make them feel bad, but to help them turn. Because sometimes you do need to do that. There, but I don't think it's as often as we think. <laughs> yeah. And two, if they don't repent, we got to remember that, that God will balance the scales. I don't have to be the one that brings justice. It yeah. says, do justly, but love mercy. Like a four, what is it, five, three or something like that? Yeah. That's do justly. That, yes. That, that's something that really convicted me a couple of weeks ago was just a basketball game where we were playing against a team that um, what, they were unkind. They were uh, very physical. They, um, I don't know. I don't have, you, you know as a parent when you, you're watching a sporting event and you're like, this ain't Been right. Been there, Joe. Yeah, I know. You know and you're, I've this, seen this, it. This isn't right. Youth sports are vicious. And here I am as a coach going, I have it within my power to call to these young men to retaliate in some fashion. And, you know, that goes through my head because I'm really sensitive to bullying, you know, because I was, I, I was bullied a lot. And yeah. so when I see that stuff, I'm like, Here, here's what my dad had said. You know, when somebody bullies you, he's just like, all you got to do is punch him hard in the nose once, you know, basically, you know, you ba sometimes you've got to stand up for yourself. And so that bleeds over into like, you see all these times, I mentioned a little bit this on Sunday, when you're feeling weak, you want to strike out somehow to demonstrate that you're not weak. But um, it very seldom leaves you with any feeling of peace yeah. or satisfaction. It's just, you know, to me, it made me feel more weak. Like, mm. I, I think that's something maybe we struggle a lot with because <clears throat> you mentioned, let's not be a doormat. Right, that, that somehow if we don't respond, that we are weak. Yet it takes so much strength to push the pause button and say, I, I'm going to just set this down for a little bit. Because it, yeah. I mean, when you know that you have the power in, to retaliate in some way, and you elect not to, so there's a lot of courage in my mind yeah. to elect to do that. Yeah, in my mind, there's I mean, there's two different extremes with this. One is the 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 man or the woman who who verbally lashes out instantly, either on Facebook or just with a mm -hmm. vicious tongue, or or physically does that. And for that, this the message is: you need to just take a deep breath, you know, and just wait. You know, till you emotionally calm down and you can maybe think more rationally. Yeah. And then there's the other side of it. And I know some people who, on the other hand, they could hear this and say, oh, I'm just, I'm just going to be, you know, they're just going to keep being mean to me and I need to be nice back. That's it. Like, no, that's not quite it either. It's in between there. And sometimes you do need, and this is where, you know, cause I talked going back to a couple of things a couple months ago or a month ago about wisdom of, I'm giving you some principles, but how do you actually live that out? Ooh, that's tough. 
do you do you call them on it do you not call it on it do you, do you get another person involved i mean there's so many different yeah. you know i don't know exactly on your circumstance how you do it but but these are some general things is you you yeah. generally should wait and bless well there's there's a couple of, of roads i mean it's not binary right that as you were describing that there is advocate for yourself yeah to say what you're doing is not right. So, so you can be assertive mm-hmm. in that. This what's what you're doing isn't right. Stop it. Right. Or whatever, you know, something oh, along right. those lines. Yeah. Right. So advocate for yourself, be assertive. And that's very different than retaliation, which is very different. Now I'm going to pick up a rock and throw it at your face. You know, it's stop yeah. it. You know? or, or, and maybe you just need to l- remove yourself from the circumstance. Right. You know, a wife or husband, for that matter, should never be staying in an abusive relationship. They need to, a minimum, need to be separated until he gets till this stops. You can't have that. So, yes. Yeah. Well, let's, um, if you don't mind, because we don't envy. have it. <laughs> let's talk about envy. Yeah. And yeah. Envy, envy was one of those things that I already know that envy is something that I can be challenged with. Uh, and it's it's like a thread that if you see a loose thread and you decide to follow that, a loose thread of envy, that it will uncover so many different things. Yeah. And um, hmm, it really, it's striking to me. I mentioned this on Sunday, too, that if you if you take some sin, the end sin, and then you track back, for me... I can track back and find that envy is often the root of that particular sin. Um, yeah. You know, uh, I can think of times where I did something incredibly unkind to a friend. And when I rewind, it comes back to the idea that I want what you have. Hmm. You know? Oh, that's insightful, Joe. It's, I think it's biblically accurate, too. It's... It's um, in consulting. We have a thing called the five whys. Um, mm. That if you want to understand yeah. how something occurred, you, the first question you ask is like, "Oh, this happened. Why?" And you take a step back and you try to get five levels deep with why. And for me, the five whys of sin often are going to lead back to envy. That somehow mm. I am deserving of something, which almost sounds like jealousy. I deserve that is kind of a way to bastardize, excuse the term, jealous, righteous jealousy. Mm-hmm. You know, I deserve that and therefore I will take it. Right. Uh, that is just envy clothed in jealousy. Like, oh no, I just, that should be mine, so I will take it. Right. You know? Oh no, yeah. It's, uh, and, and I think just pausing and encouraging people to do that when they notice a sin in their life, that's a really good idea, is to back it up See if you can back it up five whys to really get at why are you doing the, the behavior you don't want to be doing? What really is the thing? So that's, wow, that's, that's great wisdom there, Joe. So It helps if somebody else asks you. <laughs> it's hard to ask yourself. Are you advocating for, for church confession? That's fantastic. Well, I, I did grow up Catholic. Uh, no, <laughs> no. It's... But that's what it should be for. God, you just excited me here, Joe. You should, that's what it should be. 
You get someone with you that you love, that you, can, you know loves you, that you can trust, and you can walk through those five whys with, and then they can respond back, and Jesus forgives you. So yeah. you can hear from another person that mm. sin is taken care of. That's what confession should be. Oh. Sorry. No, it's okay. Somebody just dropping off a package, so... Amazon, probably. Yeah. It is Amazon, yes. I got like six this week already. <laughs> yeah. Half of them are for church. I, I got beer... They're gone. They're gone. Beard butter. Did I freeze? Yum. No. Beer butter. Yum. My face looks frozen. No, I, I'm, I'm, you, I got you fully. Okay, right, okay. I'm not sure what it looks like in OBS, but in OBS I'm doing this. Yeah. Come on, so, OBS, wake up. Envy. And envy is just, yeah, like there was the James passage, I think it's like 3-2 or something like that, that underneath all kinds of, of, of sins is envy. And envy is just, it's not one we think about, it's not something we even really are aware that we're doing but it is it just it brings damage it literally physically it, it's as bad as physical pain it's involved with depression and anxiety and oh, so many things and the solution to all of this is to remind yourself that you are blessed that you're okay you are secure in jesus you don't need whatever it is you feel like you need. You're, you already have it. And then I said, you need to rejoice. And that, that, was, that was my encouragement for me, my own self this week, is trying to find something I can rejoice in somebody else doing good. So, Yeah. Um, gosh, it, it reminds me of a couple of things. You know, with kids and they have... My dad used to call it money's burning a hole in your pocket kind of situation, right? Where, mm-hmm. um, and it, when you grow into adults and the idea of credit enters, that's an, it's like an envy enabler, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I, th- there's something that I don't necessarily need that I can pursue because of credit. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, if you're regularly practicing gratitude, yeah. Then envy is less likely, I think, to strike because you're going, hey, look how fortunate I am. Uh, and <clears throat> the backdrop of our current um, international challenges right now, mm. you know, helps to re- help, helps to put things in maybe proper context. You know, let's there's a lot of things that we can gripe about that come out of entitlement and privilege uh, uh, which i think is all all those come out of envy as well mm-hmm. and if you're if your posture is one of gratitude then i think you're just less likely to go well yeah. why don't i have a brand new car you know why did my neighbor get the really cool led lights around their house why don't i buy those well i don't i don't need them because you're not happy in your own self, but gratitude will help you with that. It'll because we miss, don't you think, so many blessings in our lives. We just don't see them, and so we don't give thanks, and so we're not happy. Yeah, I've actually started a little gratitude practice when I wake up at two or three in the morning, which is oh good. I have my, an app on my phone. Oh good. 
Well, when my brain starts to go, here's all the things you're doing wrong. Here's all the things you're not getting done. Here's all the things that you should feel stressed out about. And my brain longs to do that. I mean, it's like, oh, please. It just gravitates. Like, okay, but let's stop and go. First of all, you deserve peace. Uh, You deserve rest. You will be better for the people around you if you... um, if you allow yourself to embrace peace and rest and then to also go, gosh, what, what are the things that I'm really grateful for? And just allow that to kind of explore that. And then I'm asleep. Oh man. Yeah. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Especially for those people struggle in the middle of the night who wake up or they're struggling to go to sleep to just soak in all the goodness that's in your life. And that you do deserve peace and you do deserve rest and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What a good way to end this, Joe. All right. <laughs> well, you're giving me so much credit tonight and I, it's very generous well, of you. Well, you know, yeah, like I tell the boys in basketball while, right? practice, even a broken <laughs> clock is right twice a day. <laughs> Which they don't understand because they, <laughs> And I explain it, and they go, okay, boomer. Especially the people who don't know how to read analog clocks. And there That's are right. people out there. They have no idea. They don't know. So they don't yeah. under, They don't know the reference. So, yeah. Oh, we're old, Joe. Not yet. Don't, don't, don't lay that on me. We're not there yet. No, you're younger than me, so not quite. You still got a couple more years. Um, we got a few more years. Uh, we got quite a few more years. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us tonight. And uh, Sunday, we're going to be talking, uh, continuing on this topic of love and how to love mean people. And uh, yeah, I'm excited. uh, This one is too, because it's going to be dealing with kind of some of the the core issues of how we're not loving. So we'll be talking about that on Sunday. Um, If we can pray for you, if you have any questions, let me know, and I'd be happy to do that. Um, if, uh, if there's anything else we can do for you, let us know. Thanks for joining us. Have a good night, folks. Take care. Take care.